right now we are so excited to be able to catch up with our good pal Andy Burcham, the voice of the Auburn Tigers, here with us on the show. Auburn off to a 2-0 start to begin the season, and Andy Burcham's here with us now. Andy, thanks for the time. What kind of environment and atmosphere are you expecting on Saturday? Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> a, a great, hospitable atmosphere at Jordan-Hare Stadium, just like Auburn fans received last year at Penn State, which was a great atmosphere. Folks were very friendly. They cheered for their team. It was a really good game to watch, the cool atmosphere. And I want the Penn State folks to say every bit of that, plus they lost when they leave here on Saturday. That's what we're hoping for, absolutely. Yeah. As the broadcaster, do you get more amped up for games like this? Sure, it's hard not to. I mean, it, it's fun to do any game. But, yeah, when, when there's, there's a little more on the line, and you know that it's going to be a packed house and there's going to be a TV, a national TV audience tuning in and it's Auburn and Penn State, absolutely, absolutely. And Andy, can I interest you in highs in the mid to upper 80s with only a 5% chance of rain this week? <laughs> well, that's fine for me. I, I guarantee you, though, Auburn coaches were looking for 95-degree weather <laughs> yeah. for, for, for Saturday because – as much as and, – and James Franklin, who's done a terrific job at Penn State, can talk about all of the things they've done to prepare, uh, you, you don't prepare for 95-degree with humidity. So I think the humidity will still be there on Saturday. But for the fans, mid-80s is, uh, is pretty good to ask for at the end of, uh, at the end of December, or September. Obviously, Andy, a lot of has been made in the last two weeks for Auburn. Still wins at the end of the day, which is the most important thing to note. But uh, how do you, you see the first two weeks uh, of this Auburn team and, and your thoughts as they head into uh, a top 25 opponent in Penn State? Well, you've got to play better Saturday. That's, just, that's the bottom line. Uh, you've got to play a better brand of football, especially from the offensive standpoint, to beat this Penn State team because this Penn State team is loaded. They have a good defense, outstanding secondary. This team, a week ago, now granted, it was against Ohio, had 16 pass breakups last week. 16. Joey Porter Jr. alone, their outstanding quarterback, cornerback that is, had six by himself. He has 15 pass breakups in his career at Penn State at the start of his redshirt junior year. This is a really good defense, and especially in that secondary with the free safety Keaton Ellis and Joey Porter Jr. at the corner. They're not as big up front as they were a year ago, but they're probably quicker up front than they were a year ago from a defensive standpoint. And Sean Clifford is back for his 14th year as the quarterback at Penn State. Um, he's very good. Five touchdowns, only one interception. He threw four touchdowns in their opening win at Purdue at the start of the season, and he was the Big Ten Player of the Week and deserved to be so. They may use more than one quarterback. Uh, they lay love Drew Alar, their outstanding freshman out of Medina, Ohio, who was Mr. Football in the state of Ohio last year. And he's already thrown a couple touchdown passes himself this season. But it, it rests with Sean Clifford. They have a fabulous freshman tailback who was the National Player of the Year in Nick Singleton. Um, that already has 210 yards and a couple of touchdowns, and he had touchdown runs last week of uh, 70 and 44 yards against Ohio. So 
And 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 as they have in years past, they're really good at the receiver spot, especially Michael Tinsley, who transferred to Penn State from Western Kentucky. So it's a very, very good team that comes in here on Saturday. Uh, Andy, you talked about the Penn State secondary. And when you compare that to uh, Auburn's quarterbacks, obviously that's been a, an area that fans have uh, have really talked a lot about. Would you expect that uh, that Harson and that staff are going to maybe try to do some things to uh, maybe take a little bit less, uh, take some pressure off of T.J. Finley and Robbie Ashford to try to limit some of the uh, mistakes? Because obviously the the interceptions have kind of been a thing over the last two games. Uh, are you expecting to see something to maybe try to? lessen the likelihood that they're turning the ball over? Well, I think one of that is running the football, uh, putting it in the hands of Hank Bigsby and Jarquez Hunter and Damari Alston, and to a certain degree, Robbie Ashford, who's, who's in the ball game for Auburn. And I, you know, I, I, I won't be surprised if we haven't, if there are some things we just haven't seen from this offense yet against Mercer and San Jose State. I think all of that, you know, I mean, this is, I don't think you hold anything back now. It's Penn State, and then next week it's Missouri, and then it's LSU, and then you go to Georgia, and you go to Ole Miss before you get your your off week. Um, the gauntlet starts this Saturday, guys. I mean, this is this is like an SEC team coming in here on Saturday. It could, you know, it's it's the caliber of another SEC game coming in here. I don't I don't think you hold anything back. Plus, Auburn would like to. Get a little revenge a year ago. That was a tough loss. Auburn's first loss last year. The game that Auburn came away feeling it could have, perhaps should have won um, on the road last year at Penn State and, and, and again in front of a national television audience. So a great deal rides on this game, if, if nothing more than momentum and confidence as you start the Southeastern Conference next week. Right. Uh, we're talking with Andy Bertram here on Sports Call today. And, uh, Andy, sticking with the quarterbacks, uh, Auburn fans are really not just Auburn fans, but fans in general are going to seem to want to focus on the negatives. But what have you seen from T.J. Finley and Robbie Ashford that you like? Well, I mean, it's, it's hard not to like what you see running the football from Robbie Ashford. And, I mean, he's a work in progress as a throwing quarterback. Remember, even though he comes to Auburn after two years in Oregon, he played baseball at Oregon. He didn't play football at Oregon. So he's getting his first college football action right now. Um, And what I like about T.J. Finley was what he did in the second half against San Jose State. 12 of 15 through the air. Did not throw an interception, ran for a touchdown. I thought used his size and his running ability to his advantage in that game. That's what I like about TJ. And listen, I think TJ is better equipped to handle being the number one quarterback at Auburn this year than he was a year ago. And I thought we saw that in the second half against San Jose State. But this is a different animal coming in here on Saturday in, in Penn State. I mean, this is this is a good football team, and they're very talented on the defensive side of the football. Before we get out of here, let's talk about that Auburn defense. One thing that's been consistent through these first two weeks is that Auburn has given up 16 points in both of the contests this season. How would you assess the play of the defensive unit, Andy? Well, um, 
take away the interference penalties last week, especially in the second half, and Auburn shuts down San Jose State in the second half of that football game. What Auburn has done the first two weeks is take away the opponent's running game, too, against Mercer and against San Jose State. But again, this is Penn State coming in here, and they're going to run the football against Auburn. And they've got an outstanding freshman tailback, and then they've got Kevon Lee and Katron Allen and Devin Ford. Uh, I mean, they're, they're deep at the tailback spot. And then you've got a quarterback that's a veteran and was really good against Auburn a year ago. Remember, Sean Clifford was 28 of 32 for 288 yards or 280 yeah. yards and a couple touchdowns against Auburn a year ago. So he has performed well against this Auburn team. So I would imagine he brings a measure of confidence when, uh, when he comes to town. And he's already, he's already performed well on the road in the Big Ten this year with that win at Purdue. So I, I don't know if you rattle him. I don't know if he is rattleable. It's not even a word, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, but he, he's a good quarterback. But, but, but Auburn has done a really good job up front. Hall and Marcus Harris and Jason Jones and Colby Wooden and Echo Leota with some depth behind them. I like what we've seen out of both Owen Papo, especially last week from Owen, and Cam Riley in both weeks of his action. Um, Auburn's corners will be tested this week. I think this is a big week for Nehemiah Pritchett and Jalen Simpson against this wide receiving core of, of Penn State. As you well know, every time you remind your listening audience that Eculiota is a product of Asheville, North Carolina, my heart smiles a little bit, Andy. I appreciate when you do that. Well, I, I, I think he's the most improved team, or the most improved Auburn player since last season and including last season in the starting lineup for Auburn right now. I thought as the year went along last year, the Asheville, North Carolina native, <laughs> um, really, really responded and has picked up where he left off. I love seeing both he and Derek Hall on the field right. at the same time, especially in a third down and rushing situation. Shout out to the A28. I love this. All right, Andy, uh, before we let you go, tell us about uh, Tiger Talk coming up tomorrow, the Tiger Tailgate Ooh. Show on Saturday, and uh, all of it heard, of course, on FM Talk 93.9. All right, tomorrow night on Tiger Talk, Jeff Schmetting, Eric Keesaw, Rock Bellantoni, Auburn's three coordinators. Wow. Schmetting on defense, Keesaw on offense, and Bellantoni. Auburn special team coordinator plus Tank Bigsby scheduled to be with us tomorrow night on Tiger Talk out of Baumhauer's Victory Grill. Saturday guests include Dean Calvin Johnson uh, with the School of Veterinary Medicine at Auburn, Wes Byram, Ben Obamanu, uh, T.D. Moultrie, perhaps Carlos Dansby. Set to be with us on Saturday. We'll be starting at 1130 uh, outside or across the uh, the street from the Cam Newton statue on the east side of Jordan-Hare Stadium. So, big weekend, boys. Big weekend. We're ready uh, for it. We're going to be a whole lot of fun on Saturday. Andy, thanks for the time as always. We'll talk again soon, okay? My pleasure, guys. War Eagle.